Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Hi there. Today's topic is the overly busy practice. Do you sometimes feel that you're racing around in your practice like a mad person and you wish you had rollerblades to go faster? Or too many patients coming out of your ears? Are you booked too far out into the future and losing people? Or ticking people off because you run behind schedule too often? Do you sometimes ask yourself, why can't everyone just do their jobs and leave me alone to be the practitioner? Tired of eating supper at 9 p.m. because that's the soonest you can get home? If you said yes to any of those things, then I agree with you. You need help. And why is it like that? I'm going to give you a list of reasons that I came up with. Number one, you may be understaffed. That's a novel concept, but um, some practices, many practices are overstaffed, but some are understaffed. Number two, you may be overstaffed and they're getting in your way. Number three, you may have undertrained staff. Number four, you may be a type A personality or a martyr, laugh out loud. <laughs> Five, you love being the practitioner but have no training as an executive. Six, the staff may not be clear on exactly what your goals are for your practice. Number seven, the scheduling of patients may be inefficiently done. That's very common, very common. Number eight, you may be talking too long with each patient or client. I know some doctors treat their practice a little bit like a social club, like this is their chance to have friends and so on, but that would be wise for the patient's sake as well as your profitability for you to have your friends outside of your practice. It's totally fine to be friends with and, and like your patients and and so on, but not to spend a lot of time socializing in the practice. See them after for a coffee or something. Um, number nine, the layout of your practice could be wrong, so people are bumping into other people. This is especially a difficult time with COVID-19 restrictions on how many in the practice and making all of that work. Uh, number 10, you may be overdue for having an associate. Some doctors get so overloaded, and the fact is you're way past due to have somebody else come in and take some of the patient base so that you don't lose them due to being booked out too far. Number 11, your practice hours are not workable for your patient base, and so you get overloaded at some times and not overloaded at others. Uh, number 12, you may not be delegating enough to your team. They are willing and ready, but you're not giving them enough to do off of your plate. Number 13, your systems of follow-up and accountability may be lacking, so you're always feeling like, did they do that? Are they doing it? No, I'll just do it myself because I never hear back whether they did it or not. And so you end up doing it yourself. Uh, number 14, you're not booking ideal days. There's an exact way for any kind of practice to book an ideal day so as if for instance if you are doing uh, consultations you might want to book them all in one morning or something and then you know have your regular appointments for the rest of the day rather than going appointment 
consultation for half an hour appointment, that kind of thing. Number 15, management is not your thing. <laughs> I've had many doctors say that to me, but you don't have a choice. You're the CEO. It's your practice, your name, your reputation, your profitability, and your license are all on the line here. So you do have to grasp this management concept and get really good at it if you want to enjoy your practice and give the best possible service to your patients. Um, number 16, you need a bigger location. That can happen. I've had clients that have three treatment rooms and they should have five, you know, and so it bottlenecks everything and you have people backed up in the waiting room and, and so on and you can't hire more associates or technicians or whatever to help you because you don't have room for them. So number 17, you've given up trying to solve the situation and just gave into it. This is a very common thing if you've been practicing for a while. There are certain things that you've just gone into like apathy about, like I'm never going to get this fixed, so why bother beating my head against a brick wall? And um, But it bothers you a little bit every day and it slows you down. Number 18, you have too many staff reporting directly to you. This is a very interesting one because... This is where office managers come in, or you can have a front desk manager and a back manager who does all the technical side of things. And those guys can take a load off of you in terms of staffing and, and management of like who's sick today and who's going to fill in and, you know, getting things done in those areas, ordering supplies, whatever, whatever that is on your plate that you can delegate down to them. and. Because if you have like more than five people reporting directly to you, that's a lot for somebody to handle, especially when you're a provider and you're, you know, 99% of your day is spent doing that. Then you only have 1% for management or say 90% of your day is, man is uh, doing your doctor thing and 10% is managing the practice. Um, and having all those people reporting to you and situations with all of them and so on, you lose touch and they lose touch with you and, and you end up just doing things because it's easier. But you can have too many people wanting your attention. So having um, breaking it down and having um, some managers under you really helps a lot. So the reason for all of those reasons or all of those things that are happening to you is one particular point and it was actually on the list it's number five you love being the practitioner but have no training as an executive therefore these other problems all are happening and you're not trained in how to best do it you are the ceo of the business and that is a separate and distinct job from the practitioner job in your professional training, the management side of the practice was partially or completely absent. I don't know if you noticed that, but in school they didn't teach you. And factually, not even an MBA program teaches you what you need to do and what you need to know to run a practice at peak performance, believe it or not. Because some of our clients have MBAs and they haven't a clue on how to give an order to a staff member or how to follow up and set up accountability and how to give a positive order rather than a tossed off order, and how to properly set up the team, 
how to be an executive, how to manage by statistics is definitely not taught in any MBA program. I know this for a fact. And so there's the problem. So what you want to do to relieve the pressure first is call us. I'm just kidding and not kidding. <laughs> but um, when our consultants begin working with an overloaded client, the first thing they do is give the client some relief by getting their staff to support them better. Only then can the owner and the consultant start addressing the other issues one by one till it all comes under control. A well-trained executive has very precise tools for management, including stats to measure performance quantity and quality on a weekly and monthly basis, delegation techniques, organizational skills, knowledge of how to schedule ideal days, leadership abilities, tools for training staff, marketing know-how, financial planning knowledge, strategic planning techniques, and much more. Overload situations can be handled and prevented by a well-trained executive who is on the ball. So slowing it all down and getting rid of some of your patients are not the right answers. <laughs> Coping and drowning are not good either. And quitting or giving up are definitely not the right answers. So if you would like some help with this, my message today is give us a call. This is our expertise and we turn you into an expert manager who make it look easy to run a very busy, productive practice. So there you go. That's what I have to say today. So be sure and subscribe to our podcasts and, uh, and share them and give us a like and uh, stay tuned for the next one. Bye for now. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com. That's A-M-I-C-A-N.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,800 clients over the last 31 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for helpful tips on how to manage your practice.